Welcome to North Valley Church's Sermon Podcast. We are in a sermon series titled, When Heaven Comes Down. If you would like more information about North Valley Church or our sermon podcasts, you can find us on our website, nvcmd.org. Merry Christmas. So we sent the kids downstairs, so I'm presuming that most of us seated here have probably driven or ridden in a car the past month. Is, do I, can I get any amens? The people driving in the last month have been absolutely nonsensical. It is unbelievable. So for those of you who live in the Frederick area, um, I was coming south on 15, getting on the ramp to go 40 west, and it's two lanes wide. You got a traffic light that says right turn on red. So you're here, and the 40 is going this way, right? It's red. It's a red light. So we're lined up, and I'm in the right-hand lane, and I'm sitting there, and there's cars coming by, and the guy to my left pulls out into traffic. Anyway, I'm like, oh my gosh, what are you doing? That was nuts. And the guy behind him did the same thing. I'm, and the people out there are beeping because he's just pulling. It's, he, I stopped at the red light, so I'm going to go. And he pulled in. People are So there's this little thing in my head, right? That was absolutely nuts. Why would you do that? Can I do that? <laughs> so you inch your car up four or six inches, and I'm looking, and the cars are like, I'm like, this is dumb. No, 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 almost, almost. but I didn't, I didn't do it. You wonder, things that go through your head, when you see people do stuff like that, you ask yourself, why are you doing that? What are you thinking? I was at Party City. Who knows where Party City is in Frederick, all right? It's, it's in a strip mall here in Frederick, um, Party City, there's a Panera at one end, there's an all these in the middle. So I went to Party City, got some stuff, and I'm coming out from the far end of the strip mall, and it's all these, right, with people shopping before Christmas. It's Friday, and there's a, a, a pedestrian walk painted on the road. So there's a handful of people. One guy's got a big, the older guy, older guy's got an armful of groceries. The lady behind him had a, a shopping cart, and she was balancing stuff in. It was packed. The guy behind them had a kid in his arm. And so I'm like, I'm going to stop and let you guys through. And so they're walking across the pedestrian. The black car behind me didn't agree with my choice. So he pulls around me as though he's going to run over the pedestrians, right? So he pulls into the left lane and then sees, oh, there's actually people there. That's why you stopped. Do you catch the sarcasm and anger in my voice? Yeah, it's, it's, it's okay. I'm in therapy. It'll, it'll be all right. And then, and, and there's a car oncoming in the lane he thought he was going to pass me in. So he did the only thing he could choose to do. He turned in and tried to hit me, right? He came within that close of my truck. I beeped my horn, and then he beeped at me as though he was angry at me for telling him what an idiot you are. Why do people do that? What are people thinking? Right When we see people do nonsensical things, 
right? Don't we ask ourselves that? Why do you do that? Right? When, when we read about terrible things in the news, and it happens, that's one of the things I do. I ask myself, why did they do that? Right? Yeah, it was a terrible that it happened, but me being me, I, I like to know the story underneath it. I like to know what's behind why people do things. What's the why? Right? Look around you today for a moment. This is a beautiful crowd. Thank you. Thank you. You all don't always show up here on a, on a normal Sunday. Why are you here? You're here because it's Christmas. Christmas matters. Christmas motivates us to do nonsensical things. Hopefully, not drive like an idiot. But we go over the top. We decorate trees. We go to church functions. We sit down and have a meal together. Right? We move out of our normal things because there's something about Christmas that moves us. There's a why behind that. Christmas is our why. We have been in this series of when heaven came down. And we've looked at what was the impact on us on earth when heaven came down to earth. And we're talking about the birth of Jesus We've talked about how it was glorious. When heaven came down, it was glorious. We talked about how it was foretold. We talked about how it was miraculous. We've talked about how it was inspiring. But those are all things that we observe that happened. Today I want to address the question, why did it happen? Right? What was God's motivation? What was Jesus thinking when he came down? And as we dig into that, look behind the scenes under the covers a little bit, we're going to see that it's because he loved us. Not only was Christmas glorious and foretold and miraculous and inspiring, it was loving. Well done, Curtis. It was Ryan on. He, he nailed it. It was loving. I want us to hang out with why God did this. What, what is it that he did that has so moved and inspired us to respond in the ways that we, we do? And I want us to grab a hold of, man, it's because there was love behind it. It's about the love. I want you to wrestle with for a moment. That's why Jesus came to earth. You may not know it, but because of the love is why you're here today. Love motivates us and moves us to do things outside of our normal realm. To be with people that we care about. Maybe to be with people we don't even know and we want to help and build a relationship with. Love moves us to do things. We are here because God loved us. In John 3.16, it says, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. The why behind Christmas, why did it happen, is because God loved us. I want to hang out with the word love for a moment. When we use love, right? I mean, I love sausage gravy. Right? I love chocolate. 
I love Millie. Hey, wait a minute. <laughs> no, but that's no, but that's the I'm getting to that. I'm getting to that. But those sausage gravy, that sausage gravy, I love sausage gravy because it makes me feel yummy. Right? I love chocolate because it gives me a buzz, right? I love Millie because she loves me back and gives me a hug. You, I can say those things about that. And it, behind the scenes, when we read our New Testament in Koine Greek, there's different words for love. Right? There's different words for love. There's love, we still got one slightly younger, so, but there's a word for love called eros, which we get the word erotic, which I will let you, don't use too much of your imagination this morning of where that means. But husbands and wives enjoy that kind of love together. There's, there's a word called phileo, which is like a brotherly love, a, a love that I have for my friends and my neighbors and my community. And then there's another word for love called agape in the Greek. And that word agape means a different kind of love. That kind of love means it's not about me. There's nothing in it for me. When we love that godly kind of agape love, it's because I am seeking the good of the other person. I want you to catch that for a moment. We, from here forward, I want us to wrestle with when I say love, I mean I'm focusing on the good of the other person, not about me. God was focused on our good when he sent his son. He loved us, so he sent his son so that we could have a chance to spend eternity with him. It is because of love that Christmas happened. God's pursuant of our good. So I want you to hold on to that for a second. God had our good in mind when he sent Jesus to earth. And the behind the scenes on that is that Jesus didn't come to earth to have a vacation. Right? It would have been nice if he came to earth just for Christmas breakfast and hang out and enjoyed company and then went off and did what he did. But that's not why Jesus came to earth. In Ephesians 2.8, it says, For it is by grace you have been saved through faith, and this not of yourself, it is the gift of God. That it's when we put our faith in Jesus Christ, we receive that eternal life. That is Jesus' mission. That is why he came it wasn't to hang out and just have breakfast and exchange gifts. It was to give us eternal life. It was to give us the opportunity to spend eternity with him. It was to provide for us salvation. That Jesus, when he came, when he left heaven to come to earth, he knew the trip was going to include being nailed to a cross. He came anyway. He knew he was going to be nailed to a cross by a bunch of people he was trying to help. 
He was trying to do good for her, and he did it anyway. That's why he came to earth. So he could live, grow up to be a man, and at the age of 30, begin his ministry. And then around the age of 33, 34, be tried, even though he had never committed a crime. And eventually, they punished him by nailing him to a cross where he died. When he died, he paid the price for our sins, something we can't do on our, on our own. See, the way we live, our, our choices that we make separates us from God in heaven. And God wanted to renew that relationship. He loved us enough that he wanted that refreshed, but he couldn't just let all of our bad choices go. So he sent his son to die in our place. That's how much he loved us. Cooler yet, three days later, Jesus rose from the dead. And when we put our faith and trust in him, accept his forgiveness and his leadership in our life, we receive that eternal life. We receive that eternal life and we're changed for eternity and it gets to start right now. Because I start to get to understand what God's love is. I get to start to be able to walk in his love. I get to start to experience it by his spirit living inside me. I get to start to experience by hanging out with other fellow believers about what, who God is and exchanging loving times together and loving each other. It opens the door for all of that. And this verse points out that it's by grace. Grace means unmerited favor. We don't do anything to earn God's favor. Matter of fact, if you looked at the scales, there's no such thing as a scale that weighs, oh yeah, I've earned it, so God's going to give it to me. We have salvation simply because of God's love. That is what we put our faith in when we trust Jesus Christ. If you've never done that before today, man, I would encourage you to consider that today. That maybe today, this Christmas season, you would say, you know what? I am tired of wrestling. <laughs> I am tired of wrestling and... Um, and struggling on my own. I am tired of not knowing about this love that you're talking about. Dan, the world seems hard and, and hateful, and, and I just got to fight for everything. I don't get this love you're talking about. Maybe today's the day you can step into that and put your faith and trust in this baby that we're celebrating the birth of. If you've never done that before today, man, I would, I would love to talk to you today. You can come talk to me or you can come talk to Grant sitting over there in the red thing he was singing, singing over here. I would love to talk to you about where you are with your relationship with Christ. And maybe today's the day you decide to accept him and begin this loving relationship with God. If you don't think you can do that today, you can send me an email. You can send an email to info at So if you are like, I don't know what they just said, ask any, almost anybody else who's here, and they'll help you figure out nvcmd.org, the email. 
If you send me an email, Dan, I think today's the day. I think I want to take that step. I will get back with you as quickly as I can. But let's make this Christmas a Christmas where we get why God sent Jesus. A Christmas that we know God loves us. And he did all this so that he could save us. And we can be filled with that love. We can live in that love and it can transform the way we live. So that we can share it with other people. Right? The, our opportunity, what we model here when we do the Christmas stuff and giving gifts, what we're really doing is trying to share love. That's maybe what we should be doing. But it doesn't always turn out that way, does it? In, in Acts 20, 35, um, Peter, or Paul is speaking. He says, remembering the words um, the Lord Jesus himself said, it is more blessed to give than receive. So we kind of use that as, as a um, virtuistic thing. We, we tell each other, it's better to give than receive. We don't always feel that way about it, though, do we? Right? Seriously, who's like, I, I don't like getting, receiving presents, right? Nobody, nobody's signing up for that, right? We, we like getting presents. That's, that's just part of who we are. So think about for a moment why it is that we give presents, right? Sometimes we give presents as payback, right? Oh, man, the neighbors just brought over some cookies. Millie, we need to whip together some fudge and cookies and take over to the neighbors, Right? Yep. <laughs> so, y'all get, so confession, y'all have given gifts as payback because somebody else gave you something. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes we give gifts because um, it's a duty and it's appropriate. Oh, man, the family's getting together. My sister's showing up, and she's bringing her son. Oh, it would be awkward if I didn't get him a Christmas gift, too, so I may as well get him a gift, too. Thank you. I'm getting head nods, because y'all are about to do that in a few hours, aren't you? You have bought presents, and you are about to give presents to people that you're going to be gritting your teeth or biting your tongue. Little drips of blood will be coming out. Yeah, Merry Christmas. Glad you're going to have this. We give gifts out of obligation, right? We might give gifts out of expecting return, right? I know that if I do something nice for Millie, I might get an extra hug out of it, right? So sometimes we give gifts out of exchange. I'm going to give you a gift because I think you might be giving me a gift too, and I might like it, right? So we give gifts out of... Um, Payback, because somebody gave us... We give gifts out of obligation and duty. We give gifts because we're expecting reciprocation. We want something back. What if we simply gave gifts out of love? What if we gave gifts simply because I want your good? I want you to have this because I love you, I care about you, and I want your good. And I don't need or expect anything in return. I would love for us just to review the next couple of hours and check where we are with why we celebrate Christmas, why we give gifts that maybe we're doing it out of love. If you're not there, take a moment and check yourself. 
Take some time with God this morning as we're going to close with some worship songs and say, God, I want this Christmas to be more about love. Now, sometimes there are people in our families, in our neighborhoods that are hard to love, just are. Our opportunity is to be filled with God's love so that I have overflow to be able to share that love with others. So where are you at? Is this a season where I just need to find a way to start receiving more of God's love in me? I need to be spending more time with him. Or do you have all that and you're like, man, Dan busted me this morning. I need to find a way to love these people as best I can and give gifts because you simply want their good. I would like to invite the band up. And while they're coming up, I would encourage you just to take a moment. I know that there's going to be gifts exchange and things happening over the next... Oh, I'm sorry. I had one more slide while they do that. Another thing, another way we can share in a loving way is to be able to take, make sure over the next 48 hours we spend some time with the Christmas story that's in the Bible. If you're not sure where it's at, it's in Luke chapter 2, verses 1 through 20. Everybody could read that tomorrow morning. You could read it by yourself. You could read it gathered with some friends or family. Make a thing out of reading that story. And when you're done reading the story, simply say, praise God. Thank you for Jesus. Thank you for loving me and sending him. So this Christmas, our opportunity with love is to be able to have it and share God's love and his truth with those we're going to be interacting with in the next 48 hours. Would you pray with me? Dear Father in heaven, man, thank you for your love. Without your love, quite honestly, we wouldn't know what love is. So Lord, I pray that you would move inside of us, that you would inspire us to be able to reach out to those in our friend and family network that we might be bumping into over the next 48 hours. And Lord, help us to be able to be filled with your love, to be able to show that to the people we're around. Thank you for loving us first. Lord, and as we close singing these songs, I pray that you would experience love back from us, our opportunity to love you back. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Merry Christmas. Amen.